is the 77 WABC minicast. Joining us now is Professor Alan Dershowitz, of course, the esteemed Harvard Law Professor Emeritus. Um, you know, The War Against Jews is your new book, uh, Bravo, another big bestseller. Professor Dershowitz, uh, highlighting on what Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis just talked about, um, I don't know if you saw this law. I say bravo to the Texas governor, uh, Greg Abbott. He just came out with a new bill where he says it will be illegal, a state crime, if you cross the border illegally into Texas. Uh, a lot of people are wondering, okay, when is President Biden going to appeal this one? Because he seems to not want to do anything to protect the border. What do you think is going to happen, and who has jurisdiction over the border? Where where do you see this going? Because I see it headed to the Supreme Court. It's heading to the Supreme Court if somebody has standing. The question is, does anybody have standing to challenge it? The law itself is probably unconstitutional. Uh, the, the Constitution gives complete authority to Congress over who comes into the United States and who doesn't come into the United States. Texas can have kind of mini rules about, obviously, who gets state services, uh, who goes to school, all of that. But the actual border is under the control of the federal government. But who is standing? Somebody has to prove that they are hurt by it directly. It probably has to be people who are close to the border or people who have been victims of crime. Um, but uh, it would be hard to get the case of the Supreme Court. But if it gets to the Supreme Court, uh, they will probably strike it down as unconstitutional, saying it's a federal issue, not a state issue. Remember, I never make predictions based on what I want to happen. I make my predictions based on my experience and my knowledge of the Constitution and what is likely to happen. Governor, any, any opinion of judge? Yeah, Alan, I think you're absolutely right. I think it is unconstitutional. I think it's a political statement by uh, by Texas to try to deal with this this problem. And as for standing... And the case in controversy, as soon as they arrest somebody on this and start prosecuting them, that's when they'll have the, a case. And, uh, Governor Pataki, yeah. your thoughts? Yeah, uh, my thoughts are, uh, Alan, I think you're right. It's unconstitutional. But as you said during your explanation, uh, Congress has the sole authority to pass the laws to control the border. Uh, they haven't passed the open border that Biden is allowing. So he is acting in violation of the laws that we have had on the books. Can't somebody bring a writ of mandamus or something compelling him to actually uphold the law? Well, that's a very interesting point, because the president is obligated to uphold existing law. And if there were a specific, specific statute that he was violating, there'd be a case for that. But, you know, open borders and border control are matters of degree, and courts don't like to get involved in matters of degree. I just wanted to get back for one second to the reparations, because, you know, uh, I think that um, um, the Jewish community can seek reparations. Uh, The United States government uh, killed hundreds of thousands of Jews by the State Department, violating the law and refusing to let Jews come in, including members of my own family. We have letters from members of my family saying they are seeking a visa. They're within the rules of the visa. Remember, the visa allowed a certain amount of people to come in from Poland. And the State Department, with its vicious anti-Semites in charge of immigration, deliberately prevented Jews from even using up the existing quotas. And many, many of them died as the result. Uh, if you're going to start doing reparations, there are so many groups that have legitimate grievances against the United States government. Uh, obviously, the Chinese Exclusion Act, the way we treated Asian Americans on the 
on the West Coast, without a doubt, detaining 110,000 Japanese-Americans in camps. Um, This is a country that can't give reparations to one group without giving it to other groups as well. So I think reparations are a terrible idea. It's crazy. Uh, And Professor Alan Dershowitz, uh, Congresswoman Maliotakis, you have a question back on border, I think, Steph. I I think uh, the governor is absolutely right. We had uh, we have passed the Border Security Act, which would restore the policies of the Trump administration that were quite frankly working. Remain in Mexico, ending catch and release. Um, And and. The, the question is, what can like what can Texas do? I mean, the reality is, is they try to put up their own barriers and they were sued by this administration. The administration actually said, no, you can't put up your own barriers uh, to stop this illegal immigration into your uh, into yeah. the country and into your state. I mean, what can Texas in these border there are, states? do? There are things that can be done. For example, Texas could probably pass a law um, uh, calling for the arrest of any person coming over the border who has an outstanding criminal charge against them in a foreign country and extradite them back to the foreign country. That's certainly a possibility, but that would deal only with people who have criminal charges against them. And there are many of those who are being sent across the border. It can handle this in a micro way, but not in a macro way. So in other words, issue by issue. Professor, uh, uh, Texas has created... (laughs) Texas Texas has created a political document versus a document that if it was specific, they would have been smarter to be able to get it done. That's right. That's right. If they had gone to a couple of focus areas and um, uh, limited to that, but when they tried to make it a crime to cross the border at all into the United States, that's that. They knew that was going to lose. Probably, probably. But, you know, look, so the American public, that Democrats they... and Republicans are outraged by the lack of, of border security. And, you know, we know that Hamas is going to try to take send people to the United States. They've already done it to two countries in Europe. They've been arrested. And the Hamas violence is coming to a theater near you unless something is done. I mean, there are two things that have to be done. Israel has to defeat Hamas in the Middle East. But the United States has to protect its borders against Hamas infiltration, which is being planned as we speak. I guarantee you that Hamas is working at creating a fifth column in the United States. And they already have people in this country that are going to turn against the United States. Some of these useful idiots who are uh, (laughs) parading on college campuses who don't know the difference between Palestine and Palisades. They're going to they're going to be the ones who are going to start blowing up. Uh, schools and churches and mosques and and uh, synagogues uh, if they don't like the brand of the mosque. They have two million uh, people on the watch list, the FBI, the CIA, whoever. Two million people, but you only have a few thousand uh, uh, FBI people watching them. Yeah, and hundreds of people on the terror watch list have been caught at the border, and there's 1.7 million gotaways. We don't know where they are in the country. At some place, we're going to play the penalty. Yeah. There's going to be violence someplace. And yeah. What about all the people that were released from Bagram Air Base with Afghanistan? Right. Where and, are they? And one of them turned out to be the guy who was the suicide bomber at Abbey Gate that killed 12 of our servicemen yeah, and yeah, women. Yeah, so that's a perfect yeah. example why you don't have uh, no control over Before we let you go, Professor Dershowitz, um, yesterday there were all these uh, different like transportation hubs blocked. Uh, Port Authority, Grand Central, uh, the Penn Station we saw in the Moynihan uh, Terminal, 
all yep. these anti-Israel uh, protesters with these vile chants. What can we do? The other day they blocked the uh, L.A. freeway. I mean, is there well, something we be, can do? There have to be arrests. Of course, there's something you can do. First Amendment does not protect blocking of access. And remember who the people who are organizing these things are. We used to call them communists. Now they have different names. They're socialists. They're workers' parties. They're this. But they are professional revolutionaries, and they're being paid, and they're being funded. Uh, and then the useful idiots join them. But the organizers are people who want to overthrow the government of the United States. They hook themselves onto every cause whether it be Black Lives Matter, whether it be back in the 1930s when the Communist Party tried to infiltrate the NAACP and other groups of that kind. So these professional radicals who are really in charge of these demonstrations, uh, ultimately their goal is to destroy uh, America, and they have to be arrested if they violate the law. And they we have, uh, we have uh, Governor Pataki here Rita, for you. Rita, that's exactly what I was going to say, is that they're breaking the law. These are illegal demonstrations, but we don't enforce the law. Since the Black Lives Matters demonstrations, and they didn't enforce the law then, they just allow these radical disruptors to get away with a crime. Uh, you cannot have a country if you don't uphold your laws. This is just another example of us failing to do that. And a final thoughts, Professor Dershowitz. Final thought is, look, uh, America will benefit enormously if Hamas is defeated and the world will be benefited enormously. And that's why the Biden administration cannot weaken its support for Israel as the on the on the basis of the fact that some radical left-wing progressive woke democrats are putting pressure on them they cannot capitulate to that pressure thank you professor dershowitz